This is the Women's Leadership Alliance podcast. I am Kayla Schneider, Development Officer at Loris College, and with me today we have 2018 graduate Trent Hanselman, Assistant Director of Marketing and Digital Media, and Sarah Little, 2014 graduate. Women's Leadership Alliance's mission is to engage women on the Loris College campus and alumni communities, connecting them or reconnecting them with the college with the overall goal of supporting young women who are attending Loris or who wish to attend Loris. If you wish to support the Loris Women's Leadership Alliance scholarship, please visit alumni.loris.edu forward slash giving and remember to put the LWLA scholarship in the designation box. Uh, before we, we get into today's episode, I, I just want to extend, you know, a heartfelt, um, you know, anyone who has been affected with the COVID-19, uh, please know that we are thinking and praying for you and your families continuously. Uh, during these times of uncertainty, we know it can be some, uh, a lot of anxiety. So just know that we are all in this together. So um, with that, Brett, Sarah, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day um, to, to talk to us a little bit on the Women's Leadership Alliance podcast. Yeah, happy to be here. Sarah, how are you feeling? Are you you and the family feeling well? Yeah, it's been, uh, we've kind of developed a routine. Um, my husband and I have both been working from home for about a month now. Um, so just making sure we keep kind of our separate areas so we aren't suffocating each other during the day and then um, just finding routines of different things to do after work, going on a lot of walks, um, trying to do some reading, binge watching some Netflix. <laughs> so it's, uh, <laughs> it's been fun yeah. and interesting, but definitely looking forward to um, it being over so that way we can get back to regular life. Yeah, no, absolutely. You and me both. And so you mentioned you and, and Zach, um, you are working from home. So um, it's nice that you're able to to be able to do that. I was going to ask if McGraw-Hill provides the, um, you know, all the resources for you to be able to do that. Yeah, it's, it's nice. We're used to working from home sometimes, like over the summer, but um, this is definitely a little different. It's not for this extensive of a time. So um, they've been great with providing us the resources we need and um, resources for our personal well-being outside of just work type stuff. So that's been really, really great um, and supportive during this time. Yeah. Yeah, good. I can honestly tell you, I've talked a little bit uh, with Trent uh, about this, but all of my colleagues know my husband. You know, he's working from home too. He's an engineer. And so he's, he's loving this right now because he's quite a bit more introverted. And I keep saying, you know, I was like, this isn't for me. I keep looking out the windows, I feel like a prisoner, but at the same time, um, 
I'm just, you know, just grateful to be healthy yeah. and be able to continue to work and whatnot. So I guess you would always have to see the silver lining on yeah. that. I get really, really excited when I see the mail come. Um, cause I have the office that <laughs> kind of has the makeshift office downstairs. So I have the window sure. and yeah, when I see the mailman come, I feel like a dog getting really excited. <laughs> I get to go take a trip to the mailbox and come back in and we're actually getting a puppy in the next couple of weeks. So we've been getting oh. deliveries. So that's, it's like a little Christmas every once in a while. Cause you can't go anywhere yeah, to get stuff. So there's no one here. <laughs> that's exciting. Uh, so Sarah, uh, to talk a little bit about, um, so you are a recent graduate and, uh, and, uh, when you were at Loris as a student, were you pretty involved on campus in a lot of activities? Yeah, um, we actually joke now being out of Loris for a few years about um, how long our email signature lines used to be, my roommates and I, because we were involved in so many different things. It was almost like a mini resume of like, I was a student worker in the business office or being on a dance marathon committee or um, was Daughters of Isabella at the point time um different campus ministry type thing so i was involved a lot um in a lot of things like a lot of more students so it was pretty cram-packed schedule but i i think that's one of the great things about loris is it helps you learn time management um and it's something that i've carried over to like okay it's important to be involved so in my own community and um, parish now it's something I've been able to continue, which has been really beneficial, but also makes me miss a lot now when I'm not able to do it because I'm like, I have nothing on my calendar that used to be full. So. Sure. I was going to ask you if that had, uh, how that played a role after you graduated, being so actively involved, being so busy all the time and being able to manage your time, if you continued to be involved, um, and you already answered that um, within the community and whatnot, but not with, just within the community, but you sit, you're on the, the Young Alumni Advisory Board and whatnot. Can you talk a little bit about what goes into that and why you wanted to be on the Young Alumni Advisory Board here at Lawrence? Yeah. So um, back when I was uh, first year at Loris, um, I actually was a Dewey caller. And so I don't believe that that's a thing anymore, but it, making phone calls to help raise money for um, the Loris Fund. And I had heard like a few things about the Young Alumni Advisory Board at the time, um, but just having connected as a current student with alumni and just hearing their stories and knowing the ways that they supported me as a student, I always, that stuck in my mind and I thought that was really cool and unique because um, my friends at other colleges and universities didn't seem to have quite as strong of a connection with their um, alumni community. So when I graduated, I immediately wanted to find out how I could continue to do that, just to stay connected with Loris, um, to know different things that are going on and you know, feel that presence without actually being on campus anymore um, and being a student. So it's been really great and um, just, there's only a few events during the year that we kind of put our time into, so it's not like it's a hugely time intensive, but, it's still a way that I can see an impact that we're making um, rather than our just regular donations, our time and um, effort and voice and seeing how that can still play a part. Sure. 
Absolutely, and we absolutely love the Young Alumni Advisory Board and everything that they do uh, for Loris, uh, specifically with engaging our graduates of the last decade. Um, what events uh, do, what are those events that you typically specialize in um, as a board? Yeah. Um, so Dubrew is like our big thing. Um, Dubrew is the Friday before homecoming. Uh, alumni do home beers or home breweries of beers and um, serve it donations to the college, um, free will donations. But it's just a really great way that you get to try some home brews. There's um, a lot of people that you sometimes wouldn't necessarily get a chance to see at the tailgate the next day. It's another opportunity to be able to connect with people. So Dubrew is like one of my favorite events. Um, I just love homecoming. Um, and then there's different things like throughout homecoming that we sometimes have friends with, but then Dewhawk Day is like our other big push of just having like our testimonies put out there to inspire others um, and to be able to support them. So those are kind of just like the two biggest things. There's different things that sometimes pop up or the college will ask for our opinion on um, different things, but those are kind of like our bread and butter of, of the board. Yeah, yeah, no, those are, some, they're my favorite, both of those, they are my absolute favorite events as well. Um, they're just so much fun, it, both in their de like unique ways uh, with Dubrew. Um, it's just so amazing just to fill that field house and see all the Dewhawks come together. And it's a great way to kick off homecoming, that is for sure. Yeah. So Zach uh, brewed beer a couple years ago. Is he going to be uh, brewing anything up uh, for us in the future? Um, so he really enjoyed the brewing process, but um, if anything, it'd be maybe a collaboration with one of our friends. So Rob Coe is one of our best friends and he is a pretty big into brewing. Um, we used to live before we bought our home. Um, we lived in apartments next to each other, so we shared the brewing equipment. Um, it's kind of funny because in an apartment, you didn't have as much room to like put the buckets and do the things for brewing. Mm -hmm. Whereas now we have a house, we probably have more room. It's just the resources with, I mean, unless you bought us on beer making kit, but it was um, a different times kind of time intensive. So it's like, I think I might just stick with uh, donating maybe a little bit more and drinking it. <laughs> so. We'll see, yeah. maybe again someday, but it turned out really good. So I think that's also like, okay, one hit wonder. We don't want to yeah. <laughs> yeah. ruin the... Quit while you're on top. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. top. That's a win. You're done. <laughs> you peaked. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... So you're, you got you and Zach, and I know Rob Code too, you know, stay quite involved um, with just other Loris events too. What is it, why do, do you think it's important for recent graduates and young alums to continuously stay engaged that, um, with Loris College, whether it's events that are physically, physical events or even online events? Yeah. So one of the benefits, I mean, Zach, myself, and Rob, um, just an example of physical presence. I mean, we're still in the Dubuque area. So in some ways, it's an advantage because we can just kind of pop on the campus or, you know, like I've been a speaker to several classes, um, like for my past professors, but just knowing like some of my past roommates and really good friends. So like Megan Moore, for example, um, she's a, another alum, 2012 grad. She's a teacher and just making an effort to speak highly of Loris and she's gotten several recruits to come to the school. Um, so just kind of reflecting, like remembering where you came from. I know people joke about that a lot, but truthfully, like 
I, in our home office, our medals from graduation and our diplomas are like right in front of me. And it's like, I wouldn't be sitting here having, you know, the blessings of this job if it weren't for Loris. Um, so I think just the importance of staying connected and being able to offer those opportunities. Um, like we've hired Loris grads um, at my company just, you know, based on connections and the importance of networking. So I think if I'm able to play a part in that for someone else, that would just, you know, kind of bring it in full circle and truly embody what Loris is all about. It's not a, you're four years and you're done. Like it's something that's a part of yeah. you forever. Yeah, I love that. And it's definitely something that you hear many Duhawks say, you know, it's just once a Duhawk, always a Duhawk. And you definitely um, find ways to support the college um, when you're not able to be a student anymore, um, which is amazing. So when you come to, uh, when we see you at the Winter Social and other homecoming events and the Legacy Ball, um, outside, I already know that homecoming and Duhawk Day are your favorites, but do you have any additional favorites of any Loris events that you just love to come to every um, year? I really do enjoy like the Winter Social. Um, it's kind of a nice way to break up in the, I'll call it a dry spell, I guess, <laughs> between homecoming and then Duhawk Day. It's kind of sandwiched right in between there. Um, so some people that you normally wouldn't get to see, um, or faculty, you know, getting to hear like do cappella, getting to um, talk to President Collins, um, talking to you, Kayla, not that I can't talk to you outside of those things, but it's a nice, <laughs> nice built-in time that you know that you'll get to connect with people that you otherwise, you know, like if it's busy, you maybe wouldn't. Um, the food is always really great. I mean, I worked in Aramark in the CAF, uh, like, uh, when I was a student and obviously you know the food for those things is different than the fancy food you get at events so that's always fun um just to I don't know get to try different things and um reconnect with professors and some people that have connections to the college that I didn't even realize did um but I see them at a social it's like hey you graduated from Mars I didn't know that why haven't I seen you at other events um right. so just it's fun to be able to see people so I'd say the winter social something that we usually kind of make yeah. a point of making sure we get to it. Well, good. So when you're in, involved in the community as much as you are too, do you see everything come full circle then when you come to the Loris events and then you go to events within the community and, and whatnot? Do you see a lot of familiar faces? I'm sure. Yeah, there's actually, I've joked that when I see people at the events or just out in the community, I sometimes have to stop and think, because so many of my worlds have intertwined, like people from, um, I went to Beckman Height Catholic in Dyersville, so a lot of people from Beckman had gone to Loris, um, different people, a lot of Duhawks are at McGraw Hill. Um, there's a lot of Duhawks that are involved in like church, young adults, um, activities throughout town. So sometimes like when you just stop and reflect like, okay, how do I actually know this person? Somehow it seems Loris is in the mix somewhere in a lot of those things. So just different facets of your life, whether it's personal, professional, spiritually, like Loris is somehow, you know, inserted in each one of those areas. And it's just really cool because obviously it's relating back to our education, but a lot of it too is the stuff that's taught outside of the classroom just by experiencing it. Yeah. Yeah, that's just amazing. And again, I hear it all the time how it's just like Loris is always the focal point of everything that you do. Mm -hmm. And 
Um, so with that, so as whether it's as a young alum or even as a student, what has been your all time favorite Laura's memory? That's hard. <laughs> There's a lot. I mean, corny answer, I guess you could say I married a Duhawk. We got married at Laura's. So that's, you know, that's up there. Um, <laughs> I don't know, like, you almost have to categorize it because like as a student, I mean, just pretty much anything that like my favorite memories seem to revolve around having like sharing it with other people. So like dance marathon, obviously that was a huge community um, and like succeeding a goal together and um, just really building like, an emotional connection um, and working towards such a profound goal. Um, homecoming again, it's tied to like emotion. I mean, I don't know if I really have like a favorite homecoming, probably the one where most of my friends can come back because sometimes there's conflicts different mm -hmm. times. Um, yeah, and then our wedding, like I, I wouldn't be married to who I am if it wasn't for Loris. Like we met day one on campus. I mean, it sounds ridiculously fairy tale, but yeah, it's, you know, that was the place that everything kind of started and hopefully our future children make the wise decision to go to Loris and then I can say that's my favorite memory. So you just need to tell your future children that there's no other college other than Loris. I mean, my dad's name is Loris, so I think yeah. that that's pretty much like, that's a given. So yeah, maybe it will also have to use that as like a middle name or something for a kid just kind of still early. Like, hey, you know, you're going to school, right? Destiny. Destiny. It's like your birth certificate. <laughs> Oh, mercy. So uh, what advice would you give to those um, those recent grads or those those grads, those seniors maybe that are getting ready to graduate or even some younger alums that um, maybe are looking for ways to get involved? But what sort of advice would you give them if they're looking to st continue to stay connected to the college? Yeah, um, I would say, I mean, right now for the current seniors, especially with everything going on, um, they're kind of in a unique situation where they're they're connected while they're farther apart so in some ways it might be seem more natural you know even though you might not be in dubuque anymore um just really feeling the presence and love of the community and just knowing like that's not going to stop once you get your diploma or your degree like that's um so one thing too like you know when people when there's donations that are being asked of, you know, obviously there's student loan debt, there's mortgages, there's, you have to buy groceries. Um, so that's the thing with Laura's too. It's not like they're asking you to give like your entire income to them. I, I think just even the smallest little bit um, is something that a lot of people seem to have gotten upset about sometimes. Like I just graduated, why do I have to give? Um, and I've always thought that it's important just to kind of show just, you know, a little bit, um, you know, a little bit of giving kind of like, and you know, I can equate it to tithing necessarily, but it is kind of getting back to, you know, what fed you and what um, helped support you. And if you're able to do that for someone else, I think it's good stewardship that a lot of DLOCs are already practicing. Um, so that's, you're being a good steward by helping someone who might really be a need and could go on to be a doctor and you know you that are helping fight stuff like COVID-19 and you were able to play some sort of small part in that even though you gave like a very small amount of money that doesn't seem like it's going to help it all adds up in the end so yeah I would say if that's not feasible for you right now 
um, don't, you know, the different emotional connections that you have just continue to foster those because um, as time goes on, I'll, I'm out of course six years coming up here in May. It does not feel like that. <laughs> it feels like two years. Um, but it just, you know, working on those friendships, it's, I mean, they're lifelong relationships that I will not take for granted. So just stay connected in whatever way that means for you. Sure. I love it. And you're absolutely right about the, the giving portion of it. Um, those small gifts um, make a tremendous impact on the college. Um, and it's the participation that is so important as well. The, the total, the alumni participation is the higher that is. Obviously, the higher Loris's ranking is in U.S. News and World Report. And, and it, the higher the participation, it uh, um, helps with the amount of financial aid and grants and all that mm -hmm. stuff. Um, everything comes full circle. Um, and we like to use statistics, um, not, not necessarily statistics, but with younger alums and our students, you know, gifts of $250 and below last year totaled um, a little over $400,000. And so when you hear that big number, but the small, so you see the small numbers that added up to get to that point, it, it definitely makes a tremendous impact. So thank you for, for saying that. And thank you for being such a, such a great Duhok all the time. Um, we're grateful to have you on the Young Alumni Advisory Board, and we're, we're so lucky to continuously have you in Dubuque to come to all of our events, but I'm sure that if you were in Chicago or in any of the other areas where there's a, a bunch of Duhawks, you would definitely be going to some of those events, too, that we have across the country, so. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm a super nostalgic and, like, sentimental person, too, so being able, like, if I weren't at my home base, being able to find that, like, especially now it'll be 10 years since I graduated from high school. So 10 years, almost to the day that I made a decision to go to Loris and I got that financial aid letter as a first year student, you know, that's just, that's something that's going to stick with me forever. So just being able to kind of like reconnect with that is awesome. Yeah. Well, I love it. Well, Sarah, you continue to stay well. And whenever you and Zach get that puppy, make sure that you share photos because I like to vicariously live through other people that have puppies. I've kind of uh, softly threatened my husband and said, you know, this is the perfect time for us to have a puppy. And if I come home with one someday, just at random, like this is ours now. <laughs> this is our pet. <laughs> yeah, I, I might have to see if we can get him a little little worse t-shirt or something to, that he can wear. So that way you can dress in style or get like a Oh, absolutely. We'll have to look into that. Got to get our dogs set up. We'll have Bree send you one, Bree Burnett, which speaking of Bree, um, if you are interested in being um, on the Young Alumni Advisory Board, please uh, send Bree Burnett an email. Um, and I'm sure she would be happy to connect you. But uh, again, Sarah, thank you so much for, for taking some time today. I don't want to take your entire lunch hour, but and Trent, thank you as always for, for moderating this. Yep. And I hope you both continue to stay healthy. Yes, thank you. Same to you.